The Money Show. Consumer Ninja. Consumer Ninja, Wendy Nolab is with us this evening. And Wendy, every uh, every Wednesday night, talks to us about consumer issues. And uh, she is South Africa's foremost consumer journalist. She's been doing it for a long time. Um, and tonight she has got Capitec in her crosshairs because there are lots of people who are very grumpy with Capitec over a change in its treatment of its credit card customers. Wendy Nola, why are Capitec in the naughty corner? <laughs> Hi, Bruce. Um, well, I picked this up on Twitter where I pick up a lot of things. Um, from the 1st of March, actually, so going on two months ago, Capitec, which likes to be known for showing up its rather stodgier competitors when it comes to bank fees, um, they introduced this international credit card processing fee last month. Well, the 1st of March, as I said. So you'd think, okay, what's the big deal if you're going to go overseas to, and buy a pair of shoes in London or Paris, um, if you can get there. Um, <laughs> you know, so this is not uh, you know, unusual. There's, a, there's an extra fee for that. But the issue is that Capitec customers are dis- have discovered that when they hail an Uber or a Bolt or they buy something on iTunes, any purchase from a, comp- a, a company that's not based in South Africa, they get charged a three rand flat fee, even Hold for a very small amount. And that's not going down well. Hold on a second. So you are in South Africa, on a South African street yes. corner with your South African cell phone. And yes. you need to get to another place in South Africa, um, two minutes away, uh-huh. in an Uber. You hail the Uber and you get given an international bank charge on that because yes. Uber is a global company. That's it. Um, so, I mean, the tweets were like, definitely not cool. Capitex said one CCs. This is literally for every swipe, tap, Uber, Bolt, online payment. It's insane. And then a couple of people posted uh, screenshots of their uh, bank statements with this three rand, st- standard three rand uh, card uh, processing fee. Capitec responded on Twitter saying, this is a fee charged for international purchases, both successful and unsuccessful transactions, whether it was initiated cross-border from outside South Africa or locally from within. This includes your Bolt and Uber rides and Netflix payments. Another tweet that I should have sticked to Sticks. standard bank. Capitec charges are ridiculous. I mean verbatim. Uh, Capitec charges are ridiculous. You shop online, they charge you an international fee. See, that's the other thing. We're in a global village now, well, for many years, but certainly online, a lot of people during lockdown have, uh, you know, embraced online shopping and many people are buying stuff from overseas. Um, so anyway, one GMSA said, tweeted, hey, Wendy Nola, please check Capitec. They introduced the most ridiculous fee, blah, blah, blah. Uber, Bolt, Google, Netflix. Netflix. Does that include McDonald's too? Um, <laughs> which, banks don't char- which banks don't charge this? And so I did ask all the other four banks and they're not all doing the same thing and the answers are quite interesting. So Standard Bank, um, if that person had sticked with Standard Bank, uh, he or she would have been charged between 2 and 2.75% of transaction value on Netflix, Spotify, Booking.com. Those um, uh, acquired, well, services provided locally, but acquired through a foreign bank, okay? But not Uber, because... I know this from personal experience. So you don't get charged that fee with with, um, Uber, which is interesting to know where they draw that distinction because in the case of um, 
So NetBank says, similar to Standard Bank, they uh, it would apply, the international processing fees would apply to Netflix, Spotify, Booking.com as well. But um, Uber and Bolt are required locally and therefore do not attract a cross-border fee. So Capitec doing something different there. Apsis uh, says, um, do not apply when international transactions are performed in RANDs. So if you buy something and it, it appears it, it was a, a dollar or pound or whatever transaction, yes, 2.75% uh, applies, uh, physical or e-commerce. But um, when things are in processed in local currency, Netflix and Uber, for example, there's no conversion, no currency conversion fee. Um, and F&B says they aren't charged processing fees for Netflix, iTunes, Amazon Prime, or okay. Uber or Bolt. So F&B, <laughs> they win on that one. Um, so it's just interesting. I mean, depending on how much you use these, I mean, it, you could argue that it's a nominal cost, but if you're not used to paying it, as in the Capitec uh, customer's uh, case, um, it, it's coming, you know, it's a big whack. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't like it. I don't, um, I don't like the fact that it costs a fortune when you are traveling internationally to, to transact, when you use your uh, your credit and debit cards. I don't like that one little bit, but I get it. You're on a, you are dealing in a foreign currency, you are in a foreign jurisdiction, and okay, all fine, it's a service, and you're paying for the service, and you, you, know, you behave. A bit of admin. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and you behave differently when you're traveling globally, and you, you just try and, you know, swipe your card less and less um, than you might in South Africa. But to be doing transactions uh, at home, and the best comment is, well, you know, you're buying it at McDonald's, um, you know, why are we not pay, paying an international fee there too? I suppose because exactly. McDonald's, <laughs> McDonald's has got its own McDonald's South Africa business. Um, South Africa, yes. Uh, absolutely. And, but, but Uber's got an office here. Uber's got, employs people here. It's operated and runs from here. Um, Netflix is charged to me in rands. There's absolutely, it, it, feels a bit, it feels a bit rough. So other than the Capitec response to the tweet, you didn't get to speak to Capitec directly to get them to please explain when their rivals are doing things you know quite differently i didn't get a chance to speak to capitec personally about that um i went on what they said on twitter but i think certainly um they're they're alone in the in the uber and bolt uh uh charging for those and when you think how we've so many people have moved towards that it would seem for a bank that prides itself, you know, on the lowest fees, et cetera, et cetera, that, that's very much pushed that line. And in many cases, it holds true. Um, it does seem a little bit inconsistent. Um, and I certainly will, push a, be, will be pushing for a response from them. But it was, it was an interesting or a good opportunity to look at this issue and see what, you know, how the banks, what are they, what are they charging for and what aren't they when it comes, what, what do they deem an international uh, uh, transaction and what don't they? Um, so, so yeah, it's uh, it's some people you know thought found it. You can imagine, you, can, you as you say, you stand on the street corner, you hail an Uber, and you look at your credit card statement, and you've got an international fee there. Yeah. It doesn't. Uh, and it doesn't again, you know, especially well, but, I mean, all the other ones as well. On a big trip, it's not that much. On a twenty buck trip. Um, if you can still get a 20 rand trip in an Uber, it makes a difference. It does It does have an impact. And especially if you're doing five or six or 10 trips um, in, in quick succession, um, it does have it does have a negative impact. It's a very strange it's, choice. I would say so. Um, and as I say, especially for a bank that prides itself, 
in in uh, muzzling uh, bank fees. Of course, some of the competitors uh, took the um, opportunity to say things like, in Absa's case, having recently provided 500 million rand in pricing relief to customers in our 2021 annual pricing review, Absa has no plans to introduce <laughs> additional credit card processing fees. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But uh, whatever bank you're with, um, have a look at it. And it might influence your behavior. It might influence whether you want to stay with the bank. Probably not because um, th- th- these are smaller fees, as you say. Mm. But I think it's just an irritation, Bruce. It's just like how very dare you And if nothing else, if nothing um, else, Wendy, we get people to go and check their bank statements, which we should all be doing each and every single never month. Never a bad thing. <laughs> so go and check your bank yes, statements. never and, a bad thing. And if you, if you see charges like that, phone up your bank and speak firmly. Um, uh, uh, to the call centres because when you speak firmly and you demand an answer um, it gets escalated within the call centre system and the message will get to the boss eventually that you are not a happy Eventually customer. or you could just all go online and tweet oh, people the, the, yes. the edifice will crumble uh, Wendy Nola thank you very much indeed <laughs> our consumer ninja this evening uh, with uh, some very odd pricing decisions coming through on bank charges. In a moment, after Eyewitness News, we're going to speak to one of the deputy governors at the Reserve Bank, Fundi Chazibana. I wonder what Fundi's been reading and I wonder what the most valuable thing Fundi has learned in the last six months is. It's a new way we asking questions of our shapeshifters so that we can learn from some of the smartest people in the country because you don't get interviewed as a shapeshifter unless you're exceptionally smart. So we'll pick up on that after Eyewitness News.